I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Hello. Hello, Daddy. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Oh, boy. I am dead. So, anything happened? Yeah, I, uh, I Since had, we last talked? I had a kid. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, and it is funny because like before I had the kid, everyone was like, "Oh, you're not gonna, you're gonna get like two hours of sleep a night." And and honestly, she sleeps really well for a baby. But like, definitely the first week, if you told me how much sleep I was going to get in that week of time. I would believe that I would be dead or like completely you, non-functional. I, you on multiple occasions said to me in our, our personal conversations and on, on this uh, this podcast about how you're like, uh, yeah, everyone keeps telling me yeah. that I'm, never, I'm not going to get any sleep, whatever, I get it. I and, will uh, say, uh, I yeah. wish that people had said that your like neurons were going to rearrange themselves so that like you would be able to, because nor- like before I had... Izzy, if I had three hours of sleep in a night, the next day I would, like, not only be, like, non-functioning, I would be, like, vomiting all day. Yeah. And, um... But the smell of your baby's head has released special hormones. You know, I don't know the, like, new baby smell. I don't know if I've been smelling her or just, like, like like diaper powder is it just <laughs> I, everybody stuff? keeps being like oh delicious and i'm like yeah hmm but i like the, the meconium stink yeah i'm using i'm using like like burt's bees baby shampoo on her so like or like like baby wash on her so it could just be that will you tell everybody your baby's name uh my na- baby's name is isabel eleanor although we're not gonna Aww. well we her name will not be Isabel Eleanor. It will be Isabel. Like I'm not going to yeah. demand that people. It's call. not. It's not hyphenated or anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we call her Izzy and Is. Um, and she's doing really well. Um, we. It's... She looks very angry in all of her photos, <laughs> which I think is perfect. Well, they apparently they don't learn to smile until like they're like four months old, which is definitely <laughs> a bug, not a feature. Like. You'd think that you'd, like, when they're staying up, when they're yelling at you and staying up all night, that, like, that would be the time you would want them to be, like, it, like, like smiling at you and, like, waving and shit, but, um... So you, so instead of just being this, uh, this slug that screams, there's some sort of <laughs> yeah. idea that they love you. Yeah, yeah. Well, but... when we make Baby 2.0... Yeah, Baby we'll, uh... 2... <laughs> A lot of changes are gonna come in Baby 2.0, I think. <laughs> I'm very excited for that rollout, but um, but no, it's it's going. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it is going as good as having a newborn baby can go. Yeah, um, like like when in that it like it it routinely sucks, but like the the store the horror stories that you can hear, and it's not even like oh my baby has like like has to have heart surgery or something like that just like oh my baby just doesn't sleep at all um like my baby just never sleeps uh so like i feel i feel like i have to be very like like it it, it, like i can't really complain about anything because it could be so much worse i mean you can't everybody can complain okay that's true Yeah. yeah 
Um, I mean, you. Just, I mean, the fact that you know, like, you're like, I, you know, you're like, I know this could be way worse. Yeah. Like, everybody, yeah. like, I, I think it serves nobody in any in any situation. It serves nobody any any good to just think, oh no, I can't complain about anything because people have stuff worse than me. That's no, true. then you'll just sit and 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 chill well, out. Also, I'm a, I'm a straight uh, cis white male, so I would never be able to complain about literally anything. Like anything other than uh, television. <laughs> yeah. Well, good news. That's good where news. we do it. Um, how have you been? Well, I have purple hair now. Yeah. I just gave myself a haircut this like is, an hour ago. This 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 episode is basically when uh, when television shows skip a season and they come back a year later and everybody's hair is slightly different. And <laughs> like over the over the summer break yeah yeah or like, coming... yeah yeah they're like one year wait later like smash this, cut there's a time skip yeah, yeah this has been yeah. our time skip for of six weeks or whatever did, did, like what was the first show that did a time skip um, was it parks and rec no it couldn't have been right but like it seems i can't remember like uh, no because not ER. did it before that oh <laughs> Fool. Okay, Western television. It would have been really great if Parks and Rec, if it was explicitly a Naruto uh, reference. I mean, I thought it immediately because you know it's 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 two main characters with like bright yellow blonde hair who are very, uh, you know the the you know Leslie Nope's catchphrase could just as easily be "Believe it." Is that Naruto's catchphrase? In the in the dub, yes. <laughs> okay, actually, you know, I'll bet my baby's gonna really like Naruto. Oh, it'll be so old. Yeah, time. that's true. But like, babies have no t- no time scale. That's true. Probably. <laughs> yeah, you can just show them whatever. Um, Do you have an iPad it, yet? Get her first iPad. Oh no, God, what a nightmare! Oh, you yeah. gotta get them. You gotta get kids tablets these days. They're the best thing for that have ever been invented yeah, for parents. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, it's like if you don't, then they just have your phone essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And since, like, since in 20 years, everyone's job is going to be, like, Minority Report moving shit around in space, like, then we might as well just get a head start so that they're, like... Uh, yeah, I've definitely been, uh, like, sitting next to my, like, three-year-old niece and and her, you know, playing some some game on the tablet. And I'm like, I have... I, I can't figure out how this works. But she's just like, <laughs> boop, 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 automatically. Oh, and I'm like, well, boy. this is it. That's <laughs> now as I... Gently drift into obsolescence. Uh, this is, it's like an alien resurrection when the, the droids started designing the next generation of droids. And so they, uh, well, you know bye, what? everybody. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Uh, oh, oh boy. We've got every, we've got the whole soundboard today. The whole gang's here. Yeah. I know the, uh, uh, the xylophone is on the other table. Oh, I can't okay. reach it from here. I had to move it to another table because I kept knocking it off the coffee table and it makes uh, quite, a, quite a sound to knock to knock a, a xylophone on the floor. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, your hair looks really good, by the way. Thank you. And 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 I feel like like you've mentioned that uh, not enough people in real life have been mentioning it to you. I realized I think it's because I did it a week before Halloween. Oh. And I think everybody is like low key, like, eh, did she do that for a costume? Is this like a like what? And then like we had a the office Halloween uh, to do, 
happy hour thing and, and a coworker was like, I've been meaning to ask. I didn't know if I should ask. Yeah. Is this her thing? Okay. I'm like, no, I just decided I wanted lavender hair. Although it looks very blue under the fluorescent office lights, which ah, okay. annoys me because it's the perfect yeah. light lavender color in in incandescent or sunlight. I do like the idea that someone would ask you, oh, did you dye your hair for a costume or for your own? And you'd be like extremely pissed about that question. <laughs> um, or one of the answer is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What? Like, man, gaslighting your entire office about your hair would be extremely good. <laughs> well, it's so funny. This is like, there are people who, because uh, I've been bleaching my hair extremely blonde for like almost like three or four years now. Um, and there are people who I've met who've only known me in that time. And it's, I mean, if you've seen a picture of me, which I don't know if all of the listeners have, well, you can go to the our Twitter. There's a picture of us. As the header, it's it's not a natural looking blonde. It's a very bleachy blonde. But there are people who are like, who you know, have thought that I'm a natural blonde, and I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like you've seen me with like an inch of dark roots. No, this is not natural. <laughs> including including a friend and former guest Jaya Saxena. Shocked. I mean, I'm okay. Did you ever see Hellboy two? Yes, I did. I believe you we, could, spoke, we, we yeah, talked about it recently I, with the uh, horny elves. Oh, yeah. Well, those horny elves, that hair color, it was a little bit more honey than your than your previous hair color. But that was a natural hair color for elves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, Mark, I'm no horny elf. Uh, for elves-cest. Yeah. Um, it's anyway, quite good. Gross. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, everything. <laughs> Um, I are do do they still make movies? Are movies still coming out? I don't know. No, I haven't been paying attention. Last night, I I was walking my dog, and there were a bunch of people on the street, and I was like, God, why are all there these people out? And I was like, Oh, it's Saturday before Halloween. <laughs> like, <laughs> people are just having normal lives. <laughs> like, I'm just emerging from this uh this cave. Like cave. Chilean miners. Like Chilean miners. <laughs> emerging from the dark yeah uh yeah my baby just beat the like royals of podcast babies by a couple of weeks yeah yeah well um, done. uh yeah i've been i've i've been you know going into a bit of my own uh stasis in this this you know as as a uh, 2016 becomes ever more oh my god of a cesspit what's so what uh, like 11 days left 10 days left before the before yes, the end times before the sun envelops the earth before a quetzalcoatl comes and swallows oh, us man. all or burns us or whatever i'm not I'm, I'm down for anything what, yeah. uh, whatever you want i'm i'm just so tired actually that's the that's probably the thing is that i'm i'm attributing being tired to the baby but it's like whenever i'm not directly interacting with an infant I am like like I look on Twitter and it's just You're looking on your on your you need to this is you know while you are occupied with the baby you need to give me your Twitter password again so I can make you unfollow 800 <laughs> that's, people. That's true. I will cuz you follow too many people. You also, follow like 1200 people and you don't use lists. It, it's also this thing where if you make 
a joke. Just a, like we're at this phase in the election cycle that if you make a joke about anything that's bad, someone will reply to it and be like, I think you mean Donald Trump. And it's like, yeah, it, it, it's like it it's as if. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Do I make you horny? <laughs> like, like it's it's that level of uh of saturation point in our environment, and it's um, oh man, it's awful. I'm really looking forward to jokes uh after the yeah. election, like having humor back. Yeah. Um. Also, wanting to live. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have, I have. Um. It's so it's so sad that I I like I in time hop like a year ago i was like i'm going into i'm gonna go live inside a pumpkin and emerge oh in, in in time for the election and i've been in and out of that pumpkin a couple times that pumpkin has rotted but yeah i've, I've gone hardcore pumpkin i've i've muted things i'm just not and muted people oh that uh, november 9th is going to be the the great unmutening and refollowing yeah have you although have actually you... it might need to wait it might need to wait till like uh, the 12th because there's going to be some you know the, yeah. the denouement aftershocks has um, the the afterbirth of a nation. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So all I've been, yeah, I've not been, uh, I've been not, I've been just playing video games and watching the ice skating anime. I'm not, I'm not consuming any other new okay. media. I have not seen the ice skating anime. I know that's shocking to you. I know. Um. But but explain explain this media property to me. It's called Yuri on Ice. What do you think? What what have you gleaned? Okay, it, it seems to be that there's a. It seems that there's a nerdy boy and a sporty <clears throat> boy. And are they, are they in love? Now the nerdy boy, the boy in the glasses. Yes. His name is Yuri, and he is an ice skater who okay. who had a failure in uh, in going to like Grand Prix something. And and then he is now returned home to his hometown in Japan and is trying to figure out what to do with his life. And then his his uh, idol of ice skating, whose name is Victor, who is a, a Russian who's about five years older, appears and is like, "I'm going to be your coach." And uh, so that's the I think that's the you think that is the sporty boy. So he is he is the fancy, uh, pretty boy. Yes. Uh, brilliant skater. And then there is another angry 15-year-old Russian, also named Yuri. What? Oh, I Two get Yuris. it. Yuri's, yeah. <laughs> who wants? Who also wants Victor to be his coach. So it's pretty exciting. Huh. Yeah. It's, 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 it's been very enjoyable because it's not like that scene. It's, it's not doing things that I expect. It's yeah. actually surprising me in terms of it's not like falling into tropes as much and things are happening that I would not usually ever expect to see yeah. in an anime. Um, if this is how bad 2016 has got is that I now have a Crunchyroll subscription. <laughs> I was actually, I, I was really, I, it, you said an anime and I was, I was really hoping you were about to pronounce it in like a way I've never heard anyone pronounce that word before. <laughs> anime. Uh, it, is, it is referred to as anime. Anime. <laughs> What's your baby's first anime gonna be? Oh man, that's a good question. It's probably gonna be Spirited Away, just cause, like I don't know. Unless... There I may be things that are kind of a little scary. Maybe... Oh no, make it be my neighbor Totoro. Oh, that's true. Yeah, um, Spirited Away might have some things that are a little yeah, or like it like 
I actually just thought like like cooking <laughs> animes. Oh yeah. Like yeah anything that is um I guess my I guess my niece just found out about uh YouTube videos of people making sushi. And she is extremely into them because, like, if you're a little kid and you go to a restaurant that has sushi, you're really into eating sushi. Um, yeah. And and then, like, they were, I guess they were making sushi at home with, like, like, like drawing rice and then rolling it up in a thing. And, like, so. That's so cute. I mean, this is this is the great days of, like, showing children YouTube videos of, like industrial machines or processes yeah kids kids these days you know they're not gonna need uh they're not gonna have favorite shows they, they already don't yeah they just watch youtube it, and honestly honestly that's all i'm watching anymore it's just like i watch uh yuri on ice and then i got a couple of uh, youtubes i like I got these uh there's some uh, british people who talk about video games that i've been really into lately yeah um well it's like it, like I, I keep seeing this stuff being like why do toddlers love unboxing videos and it's like uh, because that is literally the best part of getting a toy when you were a small child <laughs> is opening a toy and having it not so much like playing with it um so, and I like, think there's there's definitely an age in in adults that like I think there's an age cut off or maybe just you know it depends a generational thing where you don't comprehend at all the concept of wanting to watch somebody else play a video game uh, especially on YouTube. Yeah. Because I know, and like, I think it's, I, you know, I'm not gonna, like, maybe, like, 41, maybe. I think you're just like, what? <laughs> but I why? Mean, but I also, I also wonder if that's tied to growing up watching other people play video games, and video games is kind of a spectator <laughs> thing. Or, you know, growing, growing up playing video games yourself. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, that's not right, because I know, I know at least one, one person who is, I know it plays video. I, I, I'm saying this like it's somebody I know. No, it's just that Paul F. Tompkins has talked about it. Oh. <laughs> oh, my dear friend. My dear friend, Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, yeah. Like, Godfather of my child, Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so a guy at uh, work uh, just retired this week. And he's he's a very odd gentleman. Um, and his his farewell or, you know, the, the invite to his farewell party is, you know, please wish him luck before he leaves to go mentor his grandson in China. Okay. And I'm like, that is amazing. <laughs> now, did this... I say grandson? Did I say grandson? Godson. Oh, mentor his godson in China. Interesting. He's going, I was like, what are you? Like, the, like anything, anything that you're retiring specifically to mentor. Is, okay, <laughs> Quick checkup: Is his godson the next Dalai Lama? Why would he be in China? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, actually, I think uh, the Chinese government actually stated explicitly that the next Dalai Lama will be born in China. Blomp. <laughs> boy. Um, and that's uh, our geopolitical three seconds. Um, but uh, so, what is, uh, is it? Is this a, is this an anime? It might be. Um, it. Mm. I mean, I'll just. Uh, everybody, everybody calls him. Uh, his last name is Blue, and everybody calls him Mister Blue. And I, I asked after you know, like maybe six months, I was like, "Well, how does everybody call him Mister Blue?" And everybody was just like, "He's just 
he's just Mr. Blue. And then I finally met him in person, and I was like, yeah, yeah, he's just Mr. Blue. <laughs> Is he one of the original Blue Man from Blue Men from the Blue Man Group? Is that it? No, no, he's got like a like a halo of white hair and always wears crystals. <laughs> he, he he bought me a drink without knowing who I was. Okay, I mean, yeah. everything and now checks he's going out. Off, he's going off to mentor his godson in That's China. So great. Um, so. Oh boy! Fare fare thee well. Yeah. Vaya con Dios, but in Chinese. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been doing anything that interesting. Well, wait, no, no, you've been raising a child. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> been, I'm mentoring my forming, child. You've been forming every single moment of a new life forms. Oh my God! Don't even talk about it that way. That makes it that 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 acts like I'm doing something here. I haven't dropped her yet, which is good. Oh, good. Yeah. I keep mentioning this to people because I know I'm going to drop her at some point, and that's just going to like I'm going to have to go into I'm going to have to like go into seclusion in a cave until the president calls me back. You're going to have to be swaddled. Yourself. Yeah, I myself. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I could I could make a lot of like I could do a lot of like like parenting humor here, but um. You, you, that's going to be, that's the new pivot. I mean, well, I mean, that's pretty much the only interesting thing that's going on uh, for me <laughs> is, is like, is my Dave Barry style humor about having a kid. But um, Yeah, we're not, I mean, uh, we're, we're not going to have guests anymore because uh, you've got to, we've got to schedule around your baby. So this is just it, man. True. <laughs> it's, it's baby time. Just baby time. Um, it's, it's, do you, you want to know about family stuff? time? Do you know about like poop? Like, I mean, I've heard about poop. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're doing uh, we're doing cloth diapering, which is actually like going because it was like we decided to do it with the expectation that we'd stop after like a week. Um, but it's it's actually been going pretty well, as well as washing poop sodden things in your washing machine. Yeah, know. this is yeah. I I, <laughs> I as uh, as you posted a happy photo of you covered and spit up i'm like wow it must be even harder to parent if you don't have immediate access to a washer and oh dryer. my god i cannot i mean it's impossible I, it, it does not happen i guess i literally uh, mark it does. yeah i literally cannot imagine uh like our washer and dryer have been going non-stop pretty much for a week and actually no i know people who do have small children and like uh, my sister and her husband, they have uh, laundry in the basement of their building, and that yeah. alone—that's you could might that might as well be on Mars. That like yeah. there is a washing machine available to you on another planet. Um, that you got to put quarters in. Yeah, yeah, that you have to have quarters for. Um, and like the idea of uh, of going to, bringing stuff to a laundromat is uh, like just absolutely beyond me. I definitely do think if uh, you took your your cloth diapers to a laundromat, you would have to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, I well, so basically, if if you do not have a washing machine, I, my my feeling is if you don't have if you don't have a washing machine that is your washing machine, you would use a diaper service, which is uh, somebody comes and picks up your diapers and boils them a billion times and then brings them back. 
I didn't know that was a thing. Oh yeah, um, there's a couple in in New York. <clears throat> uh, that sounds like a thing for rich people. I mean, it work the it works out cheaper than disposable diapers in the end, which is <laughs> like disposable diapers are uh, like it's 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 like paying thirteen dollars every day for your baby to poop. But um, I tried uh, free pooping. Hmm, free pooping. Yeah. Just let them poop wherever. Yeah. Never clean it up. <laughs> and then when the house is full, you move. <laughs> well, there is some baby shit everywhere. It's it, like the amount that this baby excretes is incredible. Um, just and at, like, a, at all ends. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there is a parent. There is an like elimination training parenting thing where you just have your like when your kid can crawl, you just you have them on the floor and you just run behind them. And as soon as you see them starting to tense. You like grab them and carry them into the toilet. Um, yeah, that doesn't seem like a life you want to live. I yeah, like I look at that. I look at that baby's butthole enough. I don't need <laughs> that to be the single focus of my world. <laughs> but um, more than it already is. Yeah, I actually, I, I, I don't like. I'm glad that this podcast is not called Baby Time with Whitney and Mark because everything I've said so far would enrage a different segment of like online parenting website people. Although, though, you mean uh, the worst people? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I like it. I mean, so the the le- the 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 one lesson about parenting that I think that you just learn every single day is that your concepts about what are going to happen and what you're going to do are like interesting in the abstract, but have no relation to what is actually happening in your real life. Yeah. From everything I've ever read, it's, it's like you can read as much as you want, but you will literally never be prepared. Uh Yeah. You're, you're just going to be doing shit like, and um, just completely out of your ass the whole time. And, I think like the, the one, yeah, I think the one thing that I want to remember in the future is that when I'm talking to people who who are in the space that I am now, I do not want to say, you know what, you should try and like give them <laughs> a recommendation because, and this we've been actually really lucky about this, just as we've had like almost no problems with her. Um, but I know people who have been having, who've had trouble with lactation and with all sorts of things and just like the stream of recommendations from people, uh, I kind of just want to be like, well, here's, and what's a lot more useful to me is just hearing people be like, this is what our situation was and this worked for us. Yeah. Um, I've learned in general, just don't offer unless somebody specifically asks yeah. And I've stopped myself a couple times. Like, you know, people talking about, you know, having trouble sleeping or whatever. Yeah. And it just basically is like if it, no, trust me, they've tried. But unless, yeah. you know, somebody somebody, you know, says, you know, ah, does anybody have any di- or does anybody have any experience with this? Yeah. Unless somebody is specifically soliciting advice. I, I feel like telling a story about you rather than well actually this is this is another thing where it's like if somebody's like i'm suffering with extreme insomnia and you're like you know i've never been a nap person (laughs) like that's uh that's probably extremely terrible but um like if you if yeah if you have experience with the thing just just saying like oh this happened to me and this worked for us but the the better message there is that like i'm this happened to me and i'm still alive (laughs) like (laughs) 
I mean, this also goes back to talking about complaining is to also to understand that sometimes when people are complaining, they're not looking for you to fix it. They just want to complain. What? Because. Hmm. I, uh, as I, I'm, I'm a dude, so I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this, yeah, this was a lesson that this was like the big relationship lesson that I had to learn like, uh, five years ago. Is like, that you hear the shouters ringing their bells? The nice. shouters? Oh, okay. Yeah, the the, uh, the church in my. I in my I link. thought this was a like YA post apocalyptic novel, and the shouters <laughs> were something that was just capitalized, and then you picked up what they were from context clues. The shouters and the whisperers. Yeah, like that was well, it was literally something the 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 um dudes trying to fix things. It was it was taught to me in a college class. Yeah. <laughs> in my sex, gender, and language class. But that's that's how dudes deal with uh, problems. And, yeah, uh, and it's the I mean you know typical the the typical dude thing, and not, not everybody of of different genders does it from time to time. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's always the stop. Yeah. Stop. 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 Look and listen. Just yeah, listen. that is a very good idea. Um, and it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because and people on the internet are really bad at it. Oh man! <laughs> Wait, can I tell the? Can I tell the story? That when you you told me something and I thought it was a joke and it wasn't a joke. Oh, uh, please, because remind me. <laughs> um, I I made a joke on Twitter where I said that uh, like oh we get so much from Shakespeare for instance uh, from the beginning of Macbeth we have the trope that uh, witches come in groups of threes one hungry one horny and one middler and some dude that being with... a joke about the 1993 <laughs> film Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and some dude replied to me being like, you know, I believe it's a trope that's much older. For instance, the Greek, like something. And I I sent this to Whitney and I was like, I like, did he not like what is happening here? And you very correctly said he read up until the point where he could correct you on something. And then he stopped reading and replied to you with that correction. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, haha, that's very funny. But and I wrote back and I was like, well, this was a joke about the 1993 film Hocus Pocus. And the guy wrote back and was like, oh, man, sorry, I missed it. I, I didn't read the rest of the tweet. And I was like, yes, Mark, now you know what it's like to be, to be a woman a on woman. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> now you have tasted the gleaming edge of what it is to be a woman who makes jokes. Oh, my God. Which I don't get very much. I do not get it very often. Yeah. Maybe my, maybe my jokes are just too good. Yeah. And, like, I feel like the more you shade into like conventional humor twitter i think that there's there's like a there's like a contingent of men who exist to reply directly to like straight up professional female comedians with with completely <laughs> earnest corrections of their jokes yep 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 uh, we've had and we've had a number of of said said women on on yes, this, guest, on this yes. podcast um I did have oh, one of the best ones. I still savor it. It's so good. Um, that I made a joke about um, my headcanon, but I spelled it um, as, as in the thing that goes boom with yes. two ends. And um, somebody came and tried to like, he was like, ah, ha, ha, this is funny. But I, I you know, I, I'm, you know, imagining it as, as the, you know, other way spelled because basically he was trying to correct me. Like he thought that I had spelled, he had his his canon canon reversed, 
but he was trying to correct me uh. that I had used the right spelling of canon for my joke. Yes. Like he thought he thought canon the kind that goes boom is spelled with with one n. So he was both t- explaining your joke to you and being wrong about the actual words involved. It was exquisite. <laughs> Cuz I was I was just basically like are you are you fucking with me or are you just incredibly wrong? Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm incredibly wrong." And I was like, mm. And it's like, you can't, like, I didn't, like, the the dude who did it to me, like, was like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm a dummy. And I was like, ha ah, no problem. But it's like, it's, it's hard to be like, you should reconsider your life. <laughs> like, you should. Make- one of the, it, it doesn't happen to me a lot. And one of the times it did, I, I called out the guy and uh, he blocked me. <laughs> well, it. Okay, here it is. It's that it's it's something that happens without malice, but is a huge tell that somebody has like a problem with women. That that they have uh, bad priorities. Yeah, and that they can't like they don't hear it when girls talk. And, and like, actually, I can't in that in that situation. It was definitely like one guy made the joke, and I was like, "Yes, that's the joke I was making." And then somebody like another dude hopped in to be to like like dogpile, like also make a dumb joke. And I, you know, I was like, you know, and I, I continued to be a, a shrill harridan. And the one guy unfollowed me, and the other guy blocked me. And I was like, <laughs> magnifique, um, perfecto. Anyway, uh, what an awesome world to have a daughter in. <laughs> oh well, now you understand feminism fully. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, uh, that's me now. Um, Where's your medium post? Oh my god, Christ I Almighty. Know. I want to look through our text just to see how long it was minute wise between you sending me a picture of your newborn daughter and me just goofing on it. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think, I think my first post about, no, I I was earnest about it. I was going to be like, I was immediately going to make a joke about my medium post. Yeah. um... Well, you, you, you tweeted me um, individually, which, you know, I appreciated that I didn't just have to learn from Twitter, yeah. uh, a picture of Izzy. And I said, happy birthday. And uh, and then I said I was crying on a subway platform for a good reason. And then we had, like, some actual conversation. And uh, let's see. I think it took, yes, it took uh, uh, 24 minutes before I asked you if you understood feminism now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I asked, how woke is your newborn? And then I said, yeah. I love you. Oh, buddy, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. Um, it I is... said you must you must be all backed up with tweets, and your response was, "What's the deal with the hats they give to newborns?" <laughs> it ca- okay. I've only gotten one hat that actually stays on my baby's head. Is um, your baby's head too big or too small? Uh, my baby's head. I think it got too big too quick. I think it's growing. She's is becoming more powerful. Do they all just slip off? I, uh, no, it's not. It's not that. What if? What if that's what baby head smell was? It was the. Uh, it was like 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 patchouli that my baby secreted. Well, have you ever looked up what baby oil is for? I like. I assume it's for. It's a rub on your baby. Yeah, right? Well, cuz my baby is like uh like a little scratchy. Like she's um 
Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta moisturize your baby. Well, apparently you're not supposed to moisturize him too early. My baby oh, has uh, tons of acne, which is very funny. It is funny. It is funny that babies get acne. <laughs> Welcome aboard, kid. <laughs> um, oh, it's like, yeah, it's 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 funny also because newborns are like Garamelo, like. You know all those tweets that people have been doing about going to see the like Garamo del, del Toro exhibit in L.A. Mm-hmm. It's like like she looks like she should be one of those. <laughs> like she's got she's little spindly a, arms and then a big. She's belly. just an adorable little gremlin. Yeah, she's such a great little gremlin. Um, With her baleful gaze. Yeah, and her like big hands and big feet and spindly <laughs> arms and like like extremely taut big belly. <laughs> It's so oh. weird. Well, this is, uh, there was a point I thought I didn't say this to anybody, but I th- I found myself thinking, I was like, oh, are her eyes even even open yet? And then I was like, Whitney, that's cats. That's yeah. not human babies. That's oh. not human babies. I I think I got I think I got mixed up on that when I was a kid because there's a peanut strip about uh, somebody tells Snoopy that I think Charlie Brown has a little sister, and Snoopy is like, oh, I'll go see the baby when her eyes open. And the joke is, is that Snoopy doesn't know that she's a human girl. And I think when I was a kid, I read that and was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that babies. But she didn't open her eyes too much for a while. Like, she was, like, very squinty the first night. And then that's the very next bright. Day. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bright out. Uh, I guess there is a thing about, um, I was reading something talking about, like, sleep schedules for babies and it's like i mean you can turn the lights off or you can leave the lights on because the baby has just come from a place where it's dark all the time so they do not equate darkness with sleeping it's very <laughs> your 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 albino cave fish yeah that you yeah. now love oh man um oh yeah it's funny <laughs> it's, oh, it's funny oh boy this is very this is very dave barry's guide to babies huh like yeah that's what i that's what we all expected and i dare say want yeah i mean it completely happened like it's it's just difficult for me to be like well because i think the other option is to be louis ck and do shit about like how like how you hate your child and i i mean he doesn't actually hate his kid probably but it's like that whole like, he hates himself so, well yeah. okay that's true i can see that um but like any it, that it's also like my my level of comfort at being covered in like different fluids adjusted to having a baby like immediately <laughs> like uh just because you you would like it i think otherwise it would have been very difficult because like it's sink, sink or swim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, literally. Um, today, so she's got a little bit of diaper rash, and I guess the good, the big thing, like the really helpful thing with diaper rash is to not put a diaper on the baby, just have the baby hanging out naked. Uh, and it's yeah. warm today. But the problem is, is that our baby urinates and shits with like no, like n- there's no warning or anything, and it happens copiously. <laughs> <laughs> so like at one point we were playing with her and we she had well like and by playing with her I mean I had put like it's called a gripping toy it's just a little like it's a bunch of beads on a string and she just grabs onto it and I try and pull it from her and tr- she tries to pull it back um 
but uh and and at some point she peed so much that it went through like four blankets to our actual bed but like we did not notice that happening and then we had her in the bassinet and we had we lined the side of the bassinet with diapers so that if she explosively pooped it wouldn't go through the bars and like hit our wall and stuff it would be it would be stopped by our like the uh, the ballistic gel if you will of diapers sound like you maybe need more tarps yeah actually that's a really good idea um there is i've been getting all these so i guess i think that last year or 2 years ago a lot of people in silicon valley had kids because this has been the year of like extremely app based baby stuff um and the latest thing that that has come out is this uh $1700 bassinet that is wi-fi enabled and rocks your baby and makes sounds at your baby and stuff but like it does not i, I it does not come covered in a tarp as far as i can tell <laughs> and then it gets hacked by the russians and uh your <laughs> and your baby is in a jaeger it's in that Russian Jaeger from Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it's suddenly blonde. <laughs> Man, that's what I should have done for Halloween. I should have dyed we, my we, hair. We've made like four Guillermo del Toro film references. This yeah, episode. it's a. It's, well, it is I, the season. It is the season. That's true. It's it's very spoopy. Yes. Um. Did you see? Uh. Did you watch? Uh. Crimson Peak. I haven't seen that. No. It's it's good. Like a spooky, scary movie with a. With you a saw that in the theater. Sad didn't boy. You? Yeah, I saw that in the on theater your, with on on your sweet on your sweet boy date on with my sweet uh, Yakov. with Yakov and uh, yes. like I did not I did not tell Yakov beforehand that I don't watch scary like I was so in in retrospect this is like this is like an eighth grade this is like a letter I would write to Sassy Magazine in eighth grade <laughs> because I did not tell Yakov beforehand that I. Uh, don't watch scary movies because I am a a, a Freddy cat, <laughs> and so we were watching this movie and all the scary parts. I would be like resolutely staring down at the ground <laughs> and like hoping he wasn't noticing. Um, put that in your anime. Oh, I, uh, oh, that would be good. <laughs> boy date, the oh. anime. <laughs> no, I would like the horror movie enthusiast. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> You and Yakov, two incredibly hairy men. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, I'm trying to think of other like what what other good. Well, Hocus Pocus, obviously. Now my Hocus Pocus story is that uh, I saw it as a as a dumb goth tween, and I just remember a point when I, my parents were having a party, or there were just like some neighbors over. And there was like a six-year-old girl who was super into Hocus Pocus and like witch stuff. And an over-serious like 12 or 13-year-old may explain oh, to this boy. child that Hocus Pocus was not an accurate depiction of Wicca. Okay, and here's the thing. You you think that that's bad, but I'm sure that kid was like blown away. No, she did not care. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was just like, whatever, weirdo. And continued <laughs> to ride around on her broom. That's That's pretty great. She did not give a shit because <laughs> um, it wasn't a good point. It was not a good point. <laughs> like, uh, no, no shit. Yeah. So, so I've, yeah, I've only seen that movie once. So I, uh, f- 
I was trying to think of the name of the witches, and I was like, oh, it's the Shiler sisters. And then I remembered that's from a different media property entirely. Yeah. Although I bet there's the crossover art. Yep. <laughs> of uh, uh, Scatter Sisters and uh, Hocus Focus. Yeah. Uh, uh, if not, there should be. Come real on, guys. quick, fuck, Mary, kill the witches from Hocus Pocus. Um, Mary, uh, Midler, um, fuck Najimi, kill, um, Parker. Interesting, interesting. I can I'm just that. amazed I could remember who was in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that movie in 20 years, at least. I think, I, I think I realized that it was Sarah Jessica Parker. I think I was watching Sex in the City once, and I was like, out of nowhere, a bolt from the blue, I was like, this woman was in Hocus Pocus. She was the horny one. <laughs> um, but it, it was it did not go the other way around. Like I was not watching Hocus Pocus when I realized that. Yeah, I think age and just uh, over serious gothness led to Hocus Pocus not being my thing. I mean, there's a like, and this is not this is not for you, but like, there's a there's a handsome boy who's also a cat. That seems like that would make Hocus Pocus very popular nowadays. Yeah, I did. I like. I, I think I only le- learned about the because that made no impression of me. Oh, here was here was my Halloween movie that I watched a bunch, and it was Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh boy, there's like there's like goblins in that, right? There's some weird troll goblin thing. Yeah, and, and I think of it all the time. Because oh um, I might have I might have mentioned this before on the show, but who cares? Um, that there's a, there's a bit when it's discovered that the thing that will defeat these uh, troll goblin things is milk, it's like mother's milk. But like the 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 thing that is like that says it is slightly uh, uh, the the third letter in the word is obscured, so it's just M I blank K. But that's when Ernest comes back with. Like, it's like, ah, yes, I, I have the thing that will destroy you. It's Miak. And it's some weird product. That... <laughs> you didn't think I could find it, but here it is. It's Miak. And I think of Miak all the time. Oh, man. Uh, now I really want to watch Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, me too. Do you think we could survive an Ernest film festival? Maybe not the latter ones. Is there is there an there's like an Ernest goes to Africa, isn't there? Oh God, yeah. There's a hundred percent an Ernest goes to Africa. Yeah. Um. And I, I we don't need we don't need to speak on uh, sexy Jim Varney because I believe we have. I believe that sexy Jim Varney is in fact like the episode art for, for one of our. Wait, is, is sexy convict Jim Varney or when he like was... sexy real life? Jim okay, Varney. okay, yeah, yeah. Because when he's a convict and Ernest uh, goes to jail. Like there's some there's some real heat coming off of him. Yeah, yeah. I bet that um, guy could fuck. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. Your dad's sensibilities might be a little, <laughs> little softened now. Um, You're not ready oh, for the blue boy. material. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm just imagining going like Jim Varney loves to fuck. <laughs> Well, any any time I've tweeted about discovering, like, about sexy Jim Barney, his nephew wrote a book about him, and I think he oh, just yeah. has like, and he and he'll be like, 
well, yes, you can read more about it in this book. That yeah. I wrote. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, damn it, Jim Barney's yeah. nephew. You got me again. <laughs> I fell into your trap once again. And I think the last time I, I said something, I was like, the last time I did this, Jim Barney's nephew uh, tweeted at me and he was like, damn right I did. <laughs> well, well, He's Jim like, uh, I got my hustle, thank you. Um, yeah. Oh, house band. Oh, this is, I haven't spoken about this on the, on the podcast because it happened, it's happened in the hiatus is that, uh, as, as well, we know my upstairs neighbors yes. are noisy Yes. and, um, frequently, uh, they will play like a selection of three, maybe four songs over and over and over and over and over again. So I've heard them literally hundreds of times, but that's, I don't know. That's what they... the thing that makes me feel like your neighbors are cone heads. <laughs> No. Like, that doesn't seem like normal human engagement. <laughs> well, I can tell somebody hasn't listened to the Hamilton soundtrack. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to jump out this window. <laughs> no, think of your baby. <laughs> oh, wait, you live on the second floor. You'll yeah. Be, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, but one day I was just like, you know, <laughs> trying to break the cycle of listening to the Hamilton soundtrack and listen and listening to just like oh, the top 50 on Spotify. Let's see what's going on in the world today. Let's uh, get, get caught up on the popular music. I'm a bit out of the, out of the game. Um, and a song came on and I was like, I, I recognize this voice. I know, I know this flow. And it was a young thug song. And so I pulled up young thugs page on, on Spotify and I went song by song and and listen to it and i was like this is it this is the guy i'm i'm i'm, I'm closing in i'm, I'm so close, close. <laughs> and i def and i was able to pinpoint two songs that are definitely two of the songs that my upstairs neighbor plays all the time and it was just it was like beyond like a sexual relief it was just <sighs> when i first like hit the <laughs> like there were there was there is one song that played over and over and over again that I tweeted about where I thought the first line was I can see that pussy from a mile away, but no, no, it was I can see that bullshit from a mile away. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the other one's kind of awful. It it raises a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then and then uh, like last week I was walking home, and like was actually not uh, using headphones for change and a guy went you know uh striding past me and he was loudly yell rapping to himself in a familiar sort of cadence uh, yeah and i was like i bet that's my upstairs neighbor and then when i and then i you know yep <laughs> sure was <laughs> we went to the same building and oh he went up one more floor than i did oh and then i heard boy. like the door Moments slam and loud later. music start so it's all coming together. And yeah, I'm talking about you right now. Talk about you right now. I've decided to just believe that Young Thug lives upstairs. Yeah. And he's very, yeah. I mean, that like the thing where people walk down the street rapping or singing along to music that they listen to. And it there's clearly an image that they have in their mind of what it looks like. And it is like light years away from what it actually looks like, which is like. See, I always, I wish I could. I wish I had that freedom that I felt confident and comfortable enough to do that. Cause I want to a lot. Yeah. I, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, it's too much. 
Like, yeah, there have been there have been times that I definitely like. There's there's the whole Thirty Rock episode about Liz Lemon, you know, leaning into being the the creepy weirdo to you know get people to get, leave her alone. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, sometimes I want to. Sometimes I want to. Although I feel like people have been giving me more accommodations and a wider berth now that I am a uh, a fat woman with a cane and purple hair. Yeah, you're really like. <laughs> Um, they think you might hit them with the cane, or it might be a sword cane, or a wand cane. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Like yep, a st- actually, maybe you should move over to a staff. No. <laughs> actually, I don't think you can really lean on a staff. No, it, yeah, that. I mean, the first thought I had is like, no, that would actually, it would not be very good functionally to... I guess to... if you cut in... I'll work no. on it. I'll, uh... But if you... Here's the thing. If you had a staff, you could tie to, like... What does Rafiki have on his stick? Are those coconuts? Some sort of gourd. Yeah, you could put some gourds on there. And then what? Shake them and, and yeah. declare... <laughs> <laughs> that, the, you know, the Lion King is alive. Yeah. Um, wow, it is very bassy where you are. Yeah, you forgot this magic, didn't you? I don't think it's—I don't think it's ever been this much before. Or oh no! Haven't noticed. No, you've just forgotten. Summer. Sweet summer child. <laughs> and now everybody like this is—we're getting everything, everything back that people have missed. I know over our stuff. hiatus. Uh, Dave Barry jokes. Barry um, jokes. A little earnest talk. Yeah, yeah. This is this has turned out to be kind of a greatest hits episode. I mean, well, we haven't we haven't talked about Kelsey Grammer. No, boy, boy, a lot going on there. Um, or or Frasier. I've continued, I've continued the the, the Frasier facts and initiative. Everyone should follow the the Frasier facts initiative. Uh, do you like descend to a subterranean bunker and you have to turn two keys to get into the Frasier facts HQ? Well, it's less of a bunker and more of a condominium with an excellent view. You're you're secretly rich, but you're just using it. You just go there to watch Frasier. I'm breaking into Frasier's house. Is what oh, I'm saying. Boy. <laughs> um, oh, actually, I just got really sad imagining Frasier's apartment with nobody there, like no dog, no Marty. What if the chair is gone too? I think the chair would stay. I well, would it be more spooky if the chair was still there? Do you want to get dark? Sure. What do you think Frasier does with the chair when Martin dies? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. He has to he has to bury him in it, right? Yeah. Like, you can't... <laughs> I, think, I think for that one, the slide which just goes, Ooh. <laughs> It does not come back up. <laughs> it's a low, hollow keening. <laughs> yeah, they have to have one of those funerals where they, like... He's propped up on the chair, and everybody sits around like it's poker night. <laughs> well, I was also imagining that like they put the chair on a boat and send it off, and then Viking funerals. Yeah, happen. yeah. Don, I, I bet Marty's funeral would involve like bagpipes because he was a cop. Yeah, that's true. Bagpipes at, uh, at cop funerals, I think. Yeah, probably because all cops were Irish for yep. a while. Yeah, there you go. 
figured That's it out. That's a funny thing when people talk about like how bad the Irish have had it in the United States, because usually when people are oppressed minorities, they don't become cops in like one generation. <laughs> and I say this as a nominally Irish person. Yeah. And you were tweeting about the Irish. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Where? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, we're both from the South. Yes. Where you tend to have less of the, you know, I'm a, I'm Irish American. I'm Italian American. I'm a Pol- it's, it's just like, you're white. Yeah. You're just white. Yeah. It's, well, it's also like, and part, part of that is racism. Um, yes. Because like, that's the important differentiation that makes a huge difference in your life in to a degree that up here, like being Italian uh also like by the time by the time your family has screwed its way to the american south they've probably been in the united states long enough that like they're not they're several generations in yeah so like that identity is a lot less um and like because of that um you're not like here you're yourself if you're italian you celebrate the feast of the seven fishes like and all that and everything like that um even if you're like because you probably got you probably got a nana from the from the old country yeah yeah or like even if you're several generations in every like you're still within an italian community and in in the south it's just that like i did not know that i was anything other than just white until fifth grade and we did a genealogy project same Um, yeah, like he was just, oh no, I'm I'm white, thank you. Uh but Kristen's Kristen's family, like all of her people came over in the fifties. So like it's and and also just being up here. So like I'm very I'm also like there's still people there's still Irish people immigrating to New York City. They just moved to Yonkers or like uh Floral Park. Um, and 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 they are who who else will be the sexy bartenders? Yeah, in this fine city than than the the Irish immigrants of today. Oh man, actually, I so well, a guy I work with is from Ireland, and he's a producer, and um, he he uh, immigrated to Los Angeles, and now he's here, and uh, and so he lives in Hell's Kitchen, so all of the bars have Irish bartenders, but none of them can go home. Because all of them are illegal immigrants, and oh. they can't go home because if like and it's dudes who've been here for like thirty years, and if they travel, they're they they don't think they're gonna get back into the country, and so like I guess when he when he first started going to these bars, everybody would ask him where he bartended, <laughs> and he was like, no, no, I have like a job in an office, um, <laughs> and then like when he was he was going back for a week. And like he, he, like everybody he mentioned to were like, I haven't been home in 30 years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sorry to take it there. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we all know that the most important immigrant experience in America is the plight of the Irish. <laughs> the plight of the... <laughs> to this day, the plight of the Irish bartender <laughs> yeah. is the greatest struggle that has ever. Getting puked on. Yeah. And. Sweeping up the sawdust. You know, if a bar still had... Do bars still have sawdust now? Yes, I went to a, a pretty nice, cozy Irish bar. Uh, somewhere in the Murray Hill area. Yeah. Like a year ago. And it had sawdust, and I had a nice time. And it was a very handsome Irish bartender. And I was yeah. like, this place is nice. 
The, uh, an Irish place opened near me, actually, and I kind of want to go because uh, I want to ask him to wet the baby's head and get a free whiskey out of it. But uh, <laughs> and, and my my Irish coworker was like, "Oh, are you going to wet the baby's head?" And I was talking to Kristen about it, and she's like, uh, literally no bar in New York City, unless it's specifically an Irish bar. If you go in and be like, I just had a kid, give me a drink. Like, they're all going to be like, fuck you, pay for it. Yeah, I wasn't, uh, you were tweeting about this, but I did not fully absorb. What is, what is this, the wedding the baby said? Oh, it's just like the first time you go, you get a drink after, or like, I think it's actually more like when you go immediately after your baby is born to the pub. <laughs> The bartender will give you a drink to wet the baby's head, but you're not actually like pouring whiskey on your baby. Although, actually, like I've been wetting the baby's head with like soup and stuff. Because... Yeah, one would assume you'd want to give the, the the drink to wet the baby's head to the mother. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, but, Making uh, soups, baby yeah, soup. Yeah, we've actually been cooking a ton because we're home all the time. And then uh, a lot of times she won't want to be put down. So I'll have her in a baby wearer and just put a napkin over her head <laughs> while I'm eating. I do have a, I have a bag of soup. To yes. Me. Thank you so much. And it's I think this is like the I we need to figure out a time when you can come and meet the baby. And uh, and I can take take possession of a huge bag of soup. Yeah, I haven't wanted to say it like it's like we talked about it, and I'm I'm like I'm like I can't tell him I don't wanna. I'm too tired. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but I've got a big old thing of tomato soup. That sounds really good. And like we're at the point like we we have a bunch of stuff in the freezer, but the the whole idea was to save that stuff until I went back to work. Um, so and I I, I mean I also have some uh some Thai potato soup if you want that as well. Oh, that sounds incredible. Got a couple soups. This has been soup chat. Oh, I noticed on soup Fresh chat. Direct. It was make a like, soup. It was I'm like make a soup later. Yeah. Uh, it was like, oh, welcome to soup season, and I was like, yeah. Like, buddy, welcome. all seasons are soup season for me. That's true. Oh, how did your pie turn out? It was okay. I I I mean, it was you know I could have I was a little overcautious filling it. I could have put more stuff in it. I made a, a a potato chorizo and manchego pie with uh, some some honey drizzled on it and and uh, shallots as well. So it just needed it needed to be a little more full. Okay. And then I also needed to have let it sit a little longer after it got out of the oven. But I was very hungry and I wanted to eat it. And also I needed to not use a whole wheat crust because that thing was gross. Ah, okay. Yep. So lessons learned. And I will. It's still good. I, I just ate some uh, before we recorded this. It was it was much better after kind of like sitting, sitting overnight yeah. and solidifying a bit. I maintained uh, cohesion. Yeah. Yeah. Potato pie, man. That sounds. This, this is what happens when I when I was like somebody uh, on on Twitter, dipping sauce, uh, tweeted a picture of of a of a potato pie with blue cheese and bacon and leeks, and I was just like, I need, I must. I must make a pie. <laughs> um, that sounds so, really good. You know, she shared her recipe, and then I I decided to to freewheel. Nice. Also, pour heavy cream in it. Important. Mm. I uh, oh another thing about like Irish stuff is that I made coal cannon last night, and at the end it was like oh like uh, boil potatoes, mashed potatoes, uh, and then add half a cup of heavy cream and an entire stick of butter to said potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. Now I have I have some heavy cream left over. 
So I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna make a, a a rice soup, a chicken rice Ooh. soup, with maybe some some cream in it, some lemon, some vegetables. So you're gonna make chicken soup with rice? Yes. In January, it's so nice when slipping on the frozen ice. Eating chicken soup with rice. Nothing. No. The nope. Children's nope. Book. Nope, okay. nothing, nothing, got nothing. Okay. Is that a children's book? Yeah, it's a uh, Maurice Sendak, I think, did it, and then there's oh. uh, there's a recording of Carol King singing it. I uh, I'm mostly familiar with uh, with Stone Soup. It's my uh, my my soup based uh, children's, ah. which I, which I, is uh, I think one of the one of the better uh, uh, con based yeah, children's books. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't I think that's a Stregonona thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. It's the who's this guy? Tommy Tommy DePaulo. Tommy DePaulo. Oh, who draws the little guys? Right. Draws the little guys. See, I don't know anything that you're talking about right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Well. <laughs> uh, oh man, so I I was looking for so I found the Scholastic Video Collection of Strigonona and more Caldecotta winning folk tales and scrolled down and sponsored products related to this item Platform Artistry Advanced Hair Color Collection DVD Learn how to color hair and the picture the the dude on the front does have some platform artistry going on. nice um can you save that can that be our um yes yes <laughs> done and done. <laughs> <sighs> From a... right now, oh. now that we are an hour and four minutes into this, I feel it's safe to share the sickest burn that I have ever been able to witness. Okay, go for it. I mean, I, I tweeted, I, I texted you it. I mean, like immediately after it happened, I texted three people. I said the office Halloween thing. It was just like a little little after work, you know, happy hour thing where there was a costume contest. And there was a guy dressed up as Jared Leto Joker, and the MC who had been announcing people like you know for the costume concert would be like scary you know Scarecrow come up Wednesday Adams come up. Uh, she said uh, Dracula, Dracula, come on up. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> and New then metal did... Dracula. Oh yeah, because oh it was so good. He was wearing like a weird, like purple, smoking jacket over his um, shirt that had. Joker tattoos and it was oh it's so good oh it was transcendent I was like and then you know he tried he tried but that that was the sickest burn I really hope he wears that just as a shirt in the future I really I hope he doesn't (laughs) (laughs) or at least not to work yeah he's a guy I can I can I can see his computer from my desk and I frequently spy him uh, reading wikias for certain topics like uh, Warcraft or Star Trek. I was like, uh, but then I'm like, who who is the nerd here that I can spot memory alpha from 25 feet away? <laughs> I love it. Oh, the memory yep. alpha! What a what a what a site that crashes all of my web browsers. Yeah, wikia sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I opened something a link to Newsweek.com last week, and there were literally five video pop-ups that happened at once. <laughs> uh, like I I have friends on both sides of the like ad blocker divide, but it's yeah. And I don't I don't use an ad blocker, but it's like the reason why people use ad blockers is that 
Like this you made sucks. It, <laughs> like, you made it impossible to read your content. Yeah. <laughs> without them. Yeah. I mean, especially I mean, on my phone, I I have the you know Google thing that you know I it will give me um, uh, stories that it has decided that I should read, which uh, are mostly celebrity gossip because that's all I want. Every time it gives me something you know political or anything involved no. in the real world, <laughs> I'm like no. Wrong. And I'm like, I'm like, no, please give me. I've opened it uh, right now to to uh, the exciting story that uh, Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato dressed up as the Scarecrow and Dorothy for Halloween. I'm gonna click on that now, and I know I'm gonna be disappointed because Nick Jonas is not gonna be the one dressed up as Dorothy. Yep. Well, that's useless. Shame. But then, like, seventeen pop up ads will will come up over it, and this is on my phone. Yeah. And I mean, and when when there was a huge outcry over ad, like, and a lot of people who were, if, and and for good reason against ad blockers were like, well, you know, we had to, people had had to do like the reason why those ads are so bad is that a certain percentage of people were using ad blockers, so they had to come up with new ads and avoid the ad blockers. And it's like, dude, five years ago, I didn't know anybody who was not a nerd who used ad blockers. And I feel like by making, by, by making, by like weaponizing ads more, it's caused like my dad to be like, okay, this has now reached a point where I need to block these ads. Yeah, since I've been using um, this old computer for a couple months, I'm going to go pick up my fixed computer tomorrow. Yay! Uh, Yeah. Um, uh, I I was like, uh, because it's old and and clunkety, I was like, well, I have to put on an ad blocker or or nothing is going to be able to work because it'll just make the computer, it will literally make it overheat and turn off. Yeah. Oh, boy. One time this this computer overheated and turned off uh, immediately because I had had Google image searched the phrase One Direction Butts. (laughs) It was like, oh, no, too hot. and I was like, okay, that is fair. This this computer has not seen things the other computer has seen. <laughs> this computer was from before that age. It's been oh we're, we're coming up on a on a year of me of me being full direction. Yeah, are you gonna have a like a One Direction birthday? Like a, uh, like your yeah. name day, basically. What? Well, like 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 when you when you like like when you when you became whole. Like my, my my naming day ceremony. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you know the the coming of age. Yeah, probably probably just uh drink two bottles of champagne and watch the movie again. Nice. It's like that's how it all started. Uh, in this, the year of Nile. <laughs> and then <laughs> the year of Wario. Oh no! Is it the year of Wario? I don't know. Oh, I don't know what year it is. It's probably the year of. Uh, you know, it would make sense if it, I bet it's the year of Waluigi. That would explain a lot. <laughs> the worst <laughs> um i am actually getting waved at to come take a baby <laughs> which all I right then this might be the uh signing off for the next little bit of the yep, show that's, uh, that's fair all right then but thank, uh this, this thank is, you for this podcast thing. yes it's so good to be doing this again yeah thank you're making you so me much. happy oh buddy buddy and uh thanks for sticking with us the hiatus listeners um, and you probably know all this stuff, right? Like yeah, who we yeah. are, or <laughs> I was gonna do. I was gonna do some things. I was gonna have a couple people on to like 
like I was gonna have Kathy and Matt on to like pretend to be you. Like I was auditioning people yeah. for the for the role of Mark. But then I realized it's like people really they tell us they really love the family time stuff and it's really and it's really nice. So I I didn't want to fuck with people and, <laughs> like, and make them disappointed. Especially in this time when we were all very uh, delicate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want that to be the thing that like <laughs> just breaks. I don't want to ruin somebody's day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Basically. So uh that's what you didn't get to see. But yeah. I still might do another special thing with uh yeah. Paul. So. All right, go uh, go hug your baby. Okay. Bye. From class clown to Pulitzer Prize winner, humorous Dave Barry is one of the funniest writers in America. He joins us now. Thanks for being here, Dave. What do you make of the uh, the younger generation these days? These Dave, kids today, the kids 